In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, New York. Good morning, Cleveland. I finally landed in the USA and I'm here with Ian Wright, right, right. Ian, how are you, buddy? It's a touchdown, Paul Brown. Paul Brown has touched down in the United States of America. Paul, how long has it been since you uh, last joined us here across the pond in the States? Two years ago, but I've got to say, this is a shame it's not a video podcast because the sun is setting in New York, planes are landing at GFK, and I'm just waiting for my flight into the capital of the world, Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland! This is for you! Paul's coming! Well, before we break yeah. down the vaunted matchup uh, over the uh, the Great Lakes Battle, the GLC, as they call it, the GLC Battle of the Barge Great Lakes Classic. Paul, why don't you run through for the listeners where they can find you this weekend? Because you are going to be a man on the mission covering most of the state of Ohio. So let's run down your itinerary here. You're in New York now. Go. Yeah, so the plan is I land in Cleveland at 9 o'clock. Obviously, Ian's going to put the podcast up straight away like he always does, being an absolute legend like he is. And then tomorrow morning... I'm actually getting my hair cut at a secret place. There's going to be a Cleveland Browns football player there. And I may do something a bit crazy with my hair cut, even though I've got a lot of hair. I'm then going down to Columbus to uh, watch Ohio State. And then back up to Cleveland for some drinks with the British Browns backers at the Barley Mo. Is it Barley House? Barley House. Barley House. In downtown yep. Cleveland. That is and then right next there on morning, West 6th. Oh, mate, you're full of knowledge. And then on Sunday morning, 7 o'clock till 10 o'clock, I will be in the Muni lot. And then I'm going to get to the stadium nice and early for a change. And, uh, yeah, so if you want to come and meet us, Muni lot, 7 till 10, I'll be ready to have a Jaeger bomb or a Crown Royale with you. There's a lot of people that are just sitting around waiting just they haven't been able to get their paws on the big man, Paul Brown. So don't be surprised if you are, you know, overwhelmed there in the muni lot. Yeah. And if you do see me in the muni lot, please do give me a shot because I want to get absolutely smashed up Sunday morning and then really enjoy the game on uh, Sunday sobering up. I do. I do want to put a little trigger warning out there for all those people. There are several of you that think you likely have the chance of drinking more alcohol than Paul Brown because you are just a foolish man or woman in that sense, do yourself a favor. Don't try to pace him. Just have your one and then go about your day. Cause if you try to pace the man, you probably are not going to remember the second half of the game. <laughs> Mate, to be honest, I'm not a big drinker. I just drink. Uh, I like to drink early. That's my technique, but, um, Correct, anyway, but there's also a volume thing. There's a man, you were doing the Guinness challenge. They see Americans. They're just, they're just not built for the liquor. There's a lot of good beer drinkers in Cleveland, not a lot of good liquor drinkers. So that Jaeger will catch up to people quickly. But judging on the Browns and the Lions, you never know. You might not want to remember the second half of this game. Well, look, this is not the Paul Brown podcast. Well, it is in a weird way. Let's talk Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's a, it's a big week for the Browns. The Browns, uh, 
<laughs> they've uh they got rid of Odell and everybody was on the up and positive and we're extending guards and Teller gets the here's a contract for you and Batonio here's a contract for you and then the Patriots came in and just whooped their ass and then now we saw that the Patriots went out and blanked the Falcons last night 25 nothing so I think maybe that makes people feel a little bit better I don't know maybe it does maybe it doesn't but the Patriots shut down Matt Ryan and man, well, Matt Ryan's 36 years old but you know, now we're moving on to the Lions and no longer winless, but no longer Ofer with the nice tie last week at the Steelers. The Lions are, you know, coming into, you know, first energy stadium. I had mentioned during the game that I thought that Jared Goff took an absolute beating by the Steelers. And now it looks like the Browns may be going up against the fighting Tim Boyles. You know, for those of you that don't know, Tim Boyle has never really played a snap in terms of many things. I believe he went to Eastern Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken, a couple years ago, uh, came out. But yeah, Tim Boyle, backup quarterback for the Lions. Uh, I think the last time he saw a snap, if I read correctly, was 2019. I could be wrong about that, but I do believe it's been since 2019 that he has played in a real NFL game. So Brown's defense. Uh, you better wake up because if you get lit up by Tim Boyle, I assure you there will be some meltdowns. I know Joe Woods has been taking some heat because he pointed out an adjustment and looks like miles and woods, you know, are back on speaking terms or whatever it is. You know, sometimes I think the media has fun with that, but you know, Paul, what are you, what are you realistically looking for out of the Browns defense going up against Tim Boyle? And I guarantee you probably can't name a single receiver outside of Kadero Hodge for the Lions, but you get my point. Yeah, Hodge would be my uh, would be my guy. But yeah, um, look, I think I want to see another Bengals victory. You know, go out there, destroy them. Everyone talk about playoffs. I think that's definitely what we're looking for on Sunday is a big show. You know, Patriots was last week awful. This week has to be good. Yeah, and just remember. At this point now, everything is going to be pacing to that division title. You know, obviously Jack's spoken openly about his hope that the Bengals make the playoffs because of his gambling addictions. But right now, the Browns being five and five, they are in last place in their division. You know, there are the Bengals this week, I believe, um, you know, the Steelers play the, the Chargers. The Ravens, I think, play the Bears. So a bunch of easy little uh, games for these boys. But the Browns have to win. You got to win to stay, you know, to stay pace in this division because at this point, you, the goal is the playoffs. The goal is to be a relevant, you know, team. So the Raiders and the Bengals, the Steelers and the Chargers, and the Ravens and the Bears. So we got to hope that. The Browns can, you know, get a nice, easy win, get back over 500 and continue their pursuit of the playoffs. Because when you look at the rosters, when you look at this offense versus their defense and our defense versus their offense, the Browns should win this game handily. Much to your point about the Bengals and a beat down that way, um, the Lions suck. I mean, I, there's no really other way to put this. I mean, we talked, we joked about the power rankings in PFF about the Browns being second in defense and fourth in defense and 12th in offense or whatever it was, or sixth in offense, whatever it was. The lions are dead last. The lions are overall the PFF ranked 32nd team 
in the NFL. This is the worst team in the NFL by their rankings. And they haven't won a game. So that would tell you there. You don't want to be the first. The Browns are a 12 and a half point favorite. And the Vegas over-under is at 43 and a half, which means that they have this game ending right around about the 27, 28, 15, 16 range. I would prefer that the Browns not give up 17 points to the fighting Tim Doyles. So, Paul, this may be one of those games where Mr. Miles Garrett, Mr. Jadavian Clowney, you know, I know Clowney's questionable, and I know Miles has been battling some stuff throughout the week. I'd like to see some stats getting padded this week. Yeah, mate, I'm calling it. I'm going 35. No. Yeah, we're going 35 Browns, 10 Lions. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah, I, and to be fair, Paul, I don't think you're going to be too far off. I, I could maybe see it 31-6, 31-13, you know, depending on the late touchdown. I, I have a hard time seeing how the Browns don't cover this. I mean, just when you, when you look, the Browns' notable injuries, obviously Kareem Hunt and Jack Conklin are still out. Um, A.J. Green, you know, was ruled out with his concussion. Um I would expect it sounded like Donovan Peoples Jones is back at practice. Treader's an Iron Man, and you know Clowney is playing for a contract, so you're going to pr- start seeing some production out of him. But you know, there's not many guys on that Lions defense that'll scare you. You know, Jack's boy uh, Okwara. You know, the brothers. You have Julian and Romeo. Julian's having a halfway decent season. He's really their only threat in terms of maybe getting some pass rush. Uh, Trey Flowers was the free agent signing they brought over from New England. He's been so-so. Um, he's just one of the guys on the D-line I think we should be able to neutralize. But in terms of their secondary, Tracy Walker's a decent safety they have. And outside of that, a bunch of guys you've never heard of, a bunch of linebackers that can't cover, that can't do much. So this Browns offense, if you need something to cure the woes, this Lions defense is exactly what you need. And I think one of the things we noticed last week when the Steelers were just struggling on every sense of the word to even move the ball, and I know the weather sucked, but – I would fully expect the Browns to come out here and just exercise the demons as Ace Ventura would say, and just move the ball. They have to, they have to get over that 28, 30 point threshold. They just do that offense needs some confidence. They need to get it in the past. They got Jarvis Landry out charping, you know, charity events about getting the ball, even though he hasn't realized that he's a zone beater wide receiver going up against man coverages, but that's for another day. And I don't want to validate Jack. Um, But even on the defensive side of the ball, Denzel Ward, um, you know, he's going to be going up against what? Khalif Raymond, uh, you know, uh, Amron St. Brown, the rookie out of USC. I mean, I like him, but he's not there yet. And then their other receiver, I believe, is like Trinity Benson. And, you know, I'm like, sorry if I'm, I'm not, ex- you know, an expert on the Trinity Bensons of the world. But, yeah, I mean, Paul, I want to see us control the game. I want to see Baker go on one of his, you know, 75, 80% completion games. I want to see a little chub. I want to see a little ball in the air. You know, have you, have you checked out what's the weather going to be like in Cleveland uh, on Sunday? Do you know that Paul? 80% rain, mate. I haven't got a jacket with me. But, um, You're going to be at the, Hey, I heard the guardians, the, the baseball team may have some discounted merchandise after the sign fell today. Well, look, I won't be buying any of that, mate. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. I support Cleveland. Uh, I, actually, mate, I may even go to a basketball game for the first time uh, this trip, but we'll see. 49, de- 49 degrees and rain starting at noon. <laughs> <laughs> 49 <laughs> degrees. What's that in Celsius, mate? Sorry. Oh, Celsius. Or... Yeah, we don't do conversions around here. This is an American podcast. Okay, cool. That's good to know. And, the, uh, mate, the other thing is, um, Baker is 100% starting unless something crazy happens. 
yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think he is. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see that changing. To be honest with you, and Chubb, Chubb will play. He has been activated off of the uh, the, the COVID list. Now, not saying you're not going to see a little Dearness Johnson. You know, Chubb is one of those guys. Ultimately, honestly, if the Browns are up 24-3, 24-6 at halftime or whatever it was, I have no problem giving a majority of the carries to Dearness Johnson in the second half. You know, this is a season of attrition, as we know. And the Browns' schedule does not get much easier going forward. So I would prefer to limit the amount of injuries that could be potential. So if Chubb has 12, 13 carries in the first half and maybe four or five in the second half, and you flip that over to Dearness Johnson, especially if it's going to be a 49 degree day with rain, the Browns need to use their hog mollies up front. They need to run the ball. You know, this is a team you should not struggle with. That's, that's what I want to see. I want to see them not struggle because next week you got the Ravens on Sunday night football. Then after that, you got the bye week. So if you could come out of this game healthy and no major injuries to any of your big guys, you're going to go into that Ravens game, the first game Sunday night football, in a good position for guys to lay it all out there because they know they have the entire next week off before, wait for it, coming back and playing the Ravens again. So two out of the next three games are against the Baltimore Ravens, and they could really just solidify their shot at winning this division if you can go out and take both of those games for the Ravens because we know – they're not that great. They're really not. We saw what the Bengals did to them and what we did to the Bengals. And I know that that doesn't really work outside of the law. Of well, the Dolphins that destroy them as well. Correct. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where the Dolphins ran cover zero against them. So all you Browns blitzers out there, that's what you want to see. You want to see blitzes and blitzes and blitzes against freaking you know, teams that know how to read blitzes. But no, it, it, yeah. listen, the Browns need to look like a damn team. That's what it is. They got to go out. They got to dominate. They got to just put their foot in the lion's ass. Listen, we love John Dorsey. I know that he's got a team of not so good football players over there. Beat that ass. Get this game over by halftime. So Paul can drink as many Jaeger bombs as he wants. Um, <laughs> mate, uh, just give you a live update. I am at JFK and I've just seen a Buffalo wild wings. Don't be haters, but I'm going to go in there and get a drink and uh, yeah. Get I mean, that's not, up, listen, hopefully. but, Paul, by the way, I'd like to discuss, um, how was your local pub establishment in Heathrow before coming over here? They look good, mate. They, they fucking sell cake instead of uh, alcohol now. So, yeah, was not happy at all. So, uh, mate, you know. <laughs> I saw your social media cake, about the, the rant want, about the cake I want a shop. cake, I'll go and get a cake. If I want a drink, I want to go to a place. So, anyway, but I got one in the end. And um, just want to say the last thing is, where are you going to watch the game on Sunday? Uh, right here at the comfort of my own home where it's not 49 degrees and raining. It'll probably be 35 degrees and raining because the weather in Chicago has sucked. It has, we had snowfall. We've had wet, cold. Winter is arriving. Uh, I'm sure we'll have another bout where it bounces up to 60 again soon. But, yeah, at this point, I will be at home watching. Paul, I don't know if you know this or not, but in the two Paul Brown podcast uh, fantasy football leagues, you and I are faced off against each other in both leagues. So I have a double dip of the Paul Brown uh, this week. Mate, I think that's going to be a one win, one loss. I think uh, based I'm, on I'm, the fact that you have Matt Ryan in one league and he got you four points, <laughs> I think you can chalk that one up for a loss. <laughs> well, there we go. He let me down there. Don't, but anyway, don't worry. Um, if I win both, I'll spike that football for you. Oh, cheers, pal, mate. That's what friends are for. Um, but just for the any European listeners, the temperature's going to be about 10 degrees on Sunday. Woo-wee. I do um, that. 
hopefully you have fun in Ohio State. You know, that's a the decent game against Michigan State there. Um, they've got a good defense. Mel Tucker, their coach, uh, former Buckeye coach. So Mel's a really good guy. Uh, very funny guy. Very funny guy. So um, I look forward to that game. Hopefully you get a little dose of the stadium. Um, I will tell you, though, Paul, there is rumor that my brother-in-law will be in Columbus for that game. So I may, a, I may have to link. Uh, he is actually a Washington Redskins fan. So, I'm losing interest quickly. Yeah, so but he's a diehard Ohio State fan. Um, so I will link you guys up because I know that he said he wanted to cordially uh, invite a drink for your way. So I'll link you guys up. So while I can't be there in person, I will be there vicariously through the brother-in-law. All right, mate. Well, I'm going to shoot on it to get some uh, drinks in Wild Buffalo Wild Wings, and I will uh, speak to you doing a victory podcast on Sunday. Yeah, my prediction, I'm going with 38 to 13. Browns. Jack's prediction is I don't think he's going to have time to gamble on the game because he's watching Hello Dolly. Embarrassing. All right. Thanks for the good news about my quarterback in fantasy football. I really feel really good now. But anyway, I will uh, catch up with you on Sunday, mate. You should. Happy travels getting over to Cleveland. Happy travels getting down to uh, Columbus and back. And also, I can't wait to see that haircut. It should be a good time. But like we always say, most importantly, go Browns. Go Browns. Thank you.